Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, our read through the Bible in a year plan. Uh, I hope you're keeping uh, pace with us. Uh, it's, uh, it's a fairly challenging uh, pace to cover uh, three chapters of the Bible on each day, but uh, hopefully you're finding it doable, uh, that you're finding uh, it to be a blessing. Uh, I'll remind you that uh, I don't think it's possible uh, under normal conditions to master uh, three chapters a day, uh, but we're trying to give you uh, an overview, uh, kind of a, a flyover, and uh, hopefully even see the uh, the meta-narrative of the scriptures, uh, the great movements of scripture from uh, creation through fall and uh, redemption uh, all the way into uh, the consummation uh, that is to, to come. And so uh, I hope you find these things useful and helpful. And today uh, we've made our way all the way into 2 Samuel uh, chapters 12, 13, and 14. Our emphasis uh, will be uh, verses 7 through 14 in Second Sam, uh, Samuel chapter 12. So Second uh, Samuel chapters 12, 13, and 14. Um, we left off last time with this uh, heinous act of David, uh, his... Uh, immorality involving Bathsheba, ultimately his scheme uh, to cover up his sin uh, that uh, results in essentially the murder of Bathsheba's husband, uh, Uriah. And so uh, uh, this is a terrible thing that is a uh, great offense to God. And now we find in chapter 12 that David is going to be called uh, to give an account, and he will uh, repent for his sin, uh, but the consequence of his sin shall remain uh, with him and, and in reality uh, with his kingdom uh, for, for centuries to come. So uh, uh, chapter 12 begins with this uh, very uh, powerful encounter interaction between the prophet Nathan and David. Uh, we're told later in chapter 12 that that child uh, conceived in the illicit union uh, dies. Uh, later we're told of Solomon's uh, birth and uh, that uh, 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 chapter 12 closes with uh, a, vi a military victory uh, for David and seemingly his, after being preoccupied with domestic issues, sin issues, uh, returning to the rightful place of leave, leading the kingdom. Uh, but the uh, fulfillment of uh, the prophet um, uh, told uh, to him by Nathan, uh, that of the, the sword never departing from his, from his house, uh, comes to its fruition uh, beginning in chapter 13 with this very sordid account of um, uh, Amnon and Tamar in this uh, terrible act uh, where she is violated by her brother and then later Absalom uh, uh, carries out revenge on his brother bringing again additional tragedy uh, to the house of David. Uh, Absalom will flee and then in chapter 14 there is a, 
a kind of a, a reunion between uh, David and Absalom. Certainly, uh, David grieved the, the loss of the son, but desired reunion uh, with uh, this son who had murdered his other son. Uh, but uh, Absalom is uh, seemingly rotten to the core, and it seems to all be a facade behind which he will hide and to begin to advance uh, his rebellion against his own father. So without uh, overview being shared, let's go back to chapter 12. Let's look at uh, these verses 7 through 14. Nathan said to David, you are the man. Now again, uh, this refers to a parable that Nathan had told in which uh, the sheep of a poor man was uh, told, uh, stolen by a rich man and uh, the rich man uh, uh, killed the lamb and served it to his guest and David was incensed by this that the rich man should uh, be brought uh, to justice. Well, uh, again, Nathan says, well, you are that rich man. You are that man who has taken what belonged to the poor man. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house, your master's wives into your arms, and gave you the house of Israel and Judah, and of Judah. And if this were too little, I would add to you as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and have taken his wife to be your wife and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Uh, now, therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah uh, the Hittite uh, to be your wife. And thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house. I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the sun. For you did it secretly, but I will do this uh, thing before all Israel and before the sun. And David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord has also put away your sin. You shall not die. Nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord, the child who is born to you shall die. And then Nathan went to his house. What a, what a bold word, what a bold prophet to confront the one who held the power of life and death. But Nathan speaks the truth uh, to David. Again, uh, this reminder when while David is the idyllic king, the chosen king over the nation, he is not the perfect and promised King, the ultimate king, uh, that will be none other than the Lord Jesus Christ upon whom uh, he will depend upon uh, for his sins to ultimately be atoned for. And even though sins are forgiven and they are atoned for in Christ, uh, in this life we will suffer the consequences and others will suffer the consequences of our sin. And so uh, David uh, lost this son uh, to, to death. And uh, that, that account is recounted as uh, uh, David mourns and grieves and intercedes for the son until his death. But upon his death, uh, he cleans himself up and returns to the house of the Lord in hopes of seeing that child uh, one day in uh, eternity. Uh, but uh, the balance of David's life is lived in the shadow of the fulfillment of these uh, uh, terrible uh, words spoken to him uh, by the prophet Nathan. 
And so it is a reminder to us that yes, indeed, we are the beneficiaries of the gospel where our sins have been forgiven, but our sins are not without consequence. They were not without consequence for David, and they will not be without consequence for each of us. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again.